0: Hey, do you know how many big political ideas have started at the dinner table of my friend Bill Press? I mean, it's like more than The Last Supper. It is extraordinary. Bill has been one of the leading progressive voices in the country. So I'm glad he's still out there on the left, stronger than ever. Right now, he is using that progressive voice in the Bill Press pod. The Bill Press pod is up twice a week, an in-depth interview with a major newsmaker on Tuesday, plus his lively end-of-the-week roundtable with three of Washington's top political reporters digging deep on the latest craziness from the GOP, the massive voter suppression bills in the states, and the Democrats fighting to keep control of Congress in 2022. I encourage you, join me in subscribing to the Bill Press pod. It is a must-listen for all progressives. To sign up, just go to wherever you get your podcast, Click on subscribe and tell your friends to do the same. Take it from me, I follow the Bill Press pod, and you should too. Wow! Wow! Time for happy hour, everybody. Hey, we have range in this happy hour. We have Katie Hill talking about what a fuckstick Matt Gates is. Everyone to, to Rosie O'Donnell talking about what a fuckstick Donald Trump is. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the common theme? Fucksticks. Say it with me, kids. <laughs> Fucksticks. Thank you. Okay. This, come on. These are uh, these are t- two amazing powerhouse women. Oh my God! I just spit on myself. I'm so excited. You know how excited I get. Oh boy okay yes uh we Katie Hill as you know should still be in par- she's on my list of things I will die mad about Hillary yeah. <laughs> what Russia <laughs> this country did to Hillary okay and then uh, I write that Katie Hill should what this country Katie Hill should still be in Congress mm-hmm. anyway she'll yes. talk about how skeevy it is Matt Gates defended her and why it's <laughs> weird uh, project, I just put up splash guard if you want to projectile vomit thinking about Matt Gates's giant forehead coming at you while he's trying to <laughs> okay okay and then Rosie, what's the rule, Chris? If you give a bad, if you do a bad interview with Rosie, you suck and need to get out of show business immediately. I will share my technique. Rosie, what do you think about fill in the blank? And you literally can just say that, and then she will take it from there because she's Rosie, for God's sakes.
2: There's also discussion with Rosie of lemons being hidden in hoo haws which you know what, you don't get that everywhere.
0: I'm not gonna tell you who's hoo-ha, but you're gonna wanna Ronnie, you hear this. Listen. You're gonna wanna hear this. Okay, let's do it. Happy, happy hour. I don't often pull something down off my wall with my bony little arms, but I did this for our next guest, who I love so much. Okay, uh, let's see. This was from Alyssa Etheridge. The day I came out on the radio, I don't know how many years ago that was. Uh, she writes, "Dearest Stephanie, well, well, sister, welcome to the world of being out. I'm just warning you that now you've made it. Uh, now that you have made it uh, public, every time something happens with Prop 8 or some senator gets caught in an airport stall, they're going to call you." <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know melissa etheridge was uh, this- she was one of our first concert uh,
0: concerts oh my god oh, i haven't cool. introduced you yet you're not <laughs> <Formal> <laughs> representative katie hill is here hi katie hill Yay. hello <laughs> this, this damn zoom i couldn't give you a big <laughs> my my friend
1: i just have to tell the story really quick about since you brought up yeah. melissa etheridge my friend we were probably 12 or 13 years old we were young yes and um she was my best friend and I don't know if her parents knew what Melissa Etheridge was known for, but like, you know, she. So she. So they took us to this concert. Like we. They. They dropped us off. Okay, so maybe we were fourteen or so. Yeah. So they dropped us off, and um, and we felt like we were these, you know, super big adultish kids or whatever, and. And then, you know, we just people thought that we were these little lesbians, like this little lesbian couple. Oh. And we just got so much attention from that. And then we got out and we're like, I don't think her parents have any idea that this is what this is. <laughs> and, she, and, you know, we're not lesbians. I mean, she's just my she's still my best friend. Right. But she's very straight. Right. <laughs>
0: Listen, I don't judge. Uh, I, listen, all that story did is remind me that I'm a thousand years older than you, so thank you very much for that. And Okay. I, and can I have my butter commercial music? See, this is what happens with Zoom, is I can't do a big entrance because you're already here. And Okay. Yeah. It's former Representative Katie Hill of the great state of California. <laughs> okay. I, can I still call you representative? Because I, you are on the list of things I will die mad about. Hillary and then oh. you. What happened to you? What happened to Hillary Clinton? Die mad. Because you earned sure. it. and I, I, if I lumped
1: in with her, I feel fine about it. But
0: uh, yes, my my title remains. If you would like to use it, you're welcome to. <laughs> I would like to use it. It's the respect that you are entitled to. Um, and Thank so, you. yeah, and should still be in Congress. Let's not, all right, let's not, uh, I won't go there. Okay. Let me just bite my own hand while I, uh, first of all, I wanted, I joked with the Melissa Eshbridge thing, but you wrote a great piece about this. And I, I, this is why I really appreciate, you've been on the happy hour and I've talked to you before about how I admire your, bravery and your honesty and the fact that you're doing this this morning and that you've been on TV because you said, since I resigned from Congress, I've gotten used to my phone blowing up whenever another politician is accused of sexual misconduct, including your mom calling and saying, I love you. I hope you're okay. Knowing Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you're not okay because it brings up Everything again. You said the messages stop after a few days when the accused man defiantly stays in office. Uh, The press, the public, the politicians themselves move on to things like the behavior of Joe Biden's dogs. I'm always advised by those closest to me not to weigh in on these situations. If I say anything whatsoever, people like Ben Shapiro will inevitably share it with a comment. Sexual predator Katie Hill says what? Or shouldn't you be naked smoking a bong or nailing some staff? That's when the trolls start reposting the pictures of me that were shared without my consent. And the whole... Nightmare starts over again. Right. And yet mm-hmm. what should share why you've chosen to speak out anyway? Because I think it's really important with Matt Gates because you were the victim of what he is, you know, uh, accused of of being the perpetrator of revenge porn, yeah. basically.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, the the accusations that he that he slept with a 17 year old girl, that he was involved in sex trafficking, trafficking, prostitution, any of that kind of stuff. That was horrible. But I was you know, I was in the boat of wait for the investigation. The feds are already on it. You know, I don't, I don't feel the need to say anything, but I had been a pretty, so he had publicly defended me. I had, when, you know, this whole Nestor thing happened, I had said, I knew about Nestor before, like, Y- you know let's not go places that we shouldn't go in hindsight i don't fucking
0: know oops, oh, oh,
2: oh yay katie yay! hill dropped an s-bomb
0: <laughs> no an f-bomb <laughs> katie S-ball. hill has dropped an f-bomb an on f-bomb. the show <laughs> all right um, uh,
2: yeah,
1: that was my if, oops just to but, review um,
0: just to review katie says she doesn't know okay uh <laughs> please continue um, while we reco- anyway
1: the uh the uh but when when it came out that and that multiple people had said that he was sharing photos, uh, n- you know, naked photos of women mm-hmm. that he'd slept with on the house floor, then that was when my like head exploded. And I was like literally that day is like I started typing this op ed and um and I just felt like I had to weigh in because he had defended me when, you know, the revenge porn happened to me. Yeah. And then it looks like, uh, you know, according to the, you know, the reporting that he was doing that very thing around the same time that my, that my stuff was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was just, it, it just like, I was just like, I can't even, I, I just have to say something. Yeah. And, um, it was, you know, cathartic, I think to write that op-ed.
0: Um, but it was just a, you know, it's just, it's just well, infuriating. And Katie- Yeah, absolutely. Infuriating. And also, I think you've talked about that it kind of skeeves you out now about why he defended you. Like I said this Mm -hmm. yesterday on the show that, you know, he's probably thinking, oh, you're a wild child like me. So I'm going to, you know, like and yours is nothing like his (laughs) having sex with underage people and paying them and whatever. Allegedly, do you know what I'm saying? Is nothing like having a consensual affair With someone you know granted you've said it was a mistake she was on my staff but it's it is nothing she was a consenting adult and like yes it was it was judge it was not it was not
1: good judgment i will can you know admit that till the day i die but it was not something that was illegal it was not something that was you know
0: you said something incredibly funny on tv the other day though you said you being friends with matt gates was another example of your horrible taste in men and so i just thought that was (laughs) hilarious and I just thank thought, God. I, I just thought, oh, bed. good. I have more but of a bed. chance of pulling her fully to my side.
1: <laughs> no, but, my, but my mom was like, my mom said, you know, I wrote this in that bed, but she's like, Katie, you better not sleep with him. And my mom, like, I was not going to sleep with him, but <laughs> thank God that never, you know, my,
0: Obviously, my judgment's not that bad. But yeah, exactly. no, what <laughs> I mean it is kind of skeevy, right? When you look back on it no. now going, oh, why did he defend me? Because of his lifestyle. Maybe he thought I was like him and you're not like him. Yeah.
1: Well, and and then, you know, you hear about this points thing, right? right. And that mm-hmm. he had before. And I don't, you know, I don't know if that was something that was ongoing, but I'm like, what if he was just being nice to me the whole time to, you know,
0: yeah. I don't know, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What about sleeping with fe- like, the thing I in Florida said. about sleeping with fellow female legislators? If that's what his. Yeah. whole. Yeah. I'm with your yeah. mom. I need to meet your mom. Your mom sounds great. And she was like, mm, no, I don't nice. trust him, Katie. I don't think you should be defending him. She was right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's <what> she said <laughs> my mom's pretty much always right. I can't really think of a time that she's not been right.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you are. Uh, you just, this was, you said it best on Twitter. You said, hot take, revenge porn, illegally shared images cannot be considered in the public interest in any circumstance. Um, if that's the precedent, countless women will be prayed to run for office because they have the exes. Thank you. If you have any, mm-hmm. but I mean, also, I don't know if this would be called revenge, Katie, or brag porn, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's not okay to share images, <laughs> private images of someone that hasn't given you permission. Right. That's the point. Right. And, and it
1: doesn't matter if that person is, you know, just a random woman who has shared images with you on her own. And because you've you know had a good time together or, or we're seeing each other or whatever, right. or if it's, if it's some, you know, out of revenge, it doesn't, it just doesn't matter if it's, if it's private images, and by the way, like this can happen, I, I often see people kind of do a little bit of victim blaming where they say, oh, well, you should know better. You shouldn't take these pictures. Shouldn't send these pictures. Yeah. Everyone should do that. Uh, but one that's crap anyway, mm-hmm. but two the pictures of me were ones that I didn't even know existed. They're not right. ones that I took. There were ones right. that were taken of me. Right. And that is something that can easily happen to, um, to, you know, men and women but certainly the majority is women and think of how easy it is for someone to snap a picture while yeah, you're right getting into the shower or you know laying in bed and not paying attention i mean it's just it's just our phones are so small and yeah you know we're on them all the time and you're not paying attention to what somebody's doing and yeah it's just it you know with no, but nobody should act like this is something that uh can be prevented just because you're not sexting right Right.
0: Yeah. I have a story. I swear, I'm not sharing it with you because of sexual fluidity. But I have a really super hot friend, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie Louise Miller. This relates. This relates, oh. Katie. I super. I have a super hot friend who was married with kids. She has two little kids. Well, she's divorced uh-huh. now. She might, okay. be a little, she might be a little fluid, but I we were <laughs> we were my friend and I were saying like, oh my god, you look so great. She said two kids and you have such an amazing body. Blah blah. blah. She goes, oh, do you want me to send you a naked picture? And I was like. <laughs> (laughs) yes i do yes i do permission no no, but we were at a party and i thought i was just kidding and then then i got home and i was like oh crap she did it oh god she's so hot but like i knew not to share it with anybody like even though she sent it and she was you know and by the way if i my body looked like that i'd be sending them to everybody unsolicited no i mean part
1: of me you know my my like conclusion out of this and especially my right. lawsuit now that the, now, literally a California judge ruled that it's the first amendment for the Daily Mail to have sh- have shared my images that they were obtained through revenge porn um I, you know it, it, basically they're saying that that's fine because I was a public figure and so mm. that means that anybody who enters public life in any okay. way is opening themselves up to it and so I was like well shoot maybe the maybe the requirement should be if you are if you were gonna, enter public life just just put out your naked pics just yeah. do it on your own terms and maybe that's the best bet yeah i don't know mm-hmm. i mean obviously i'm not advising people to do that but yeah it just
0: was no but it's like, i felt violated right on now. your behalf on everybody's behalf this happens too i mean it's just it's it's oh it's just creepy i mean you, I don't know if you were quoting somebody here, you, but you tweeted, you said, in 2021, a woman deciding to engage in consensual sexual activity is somehow a mark against her morality, but a man sharing images of women without their consent on the House floor is not grounds for his immediate removal from office or resignation. Um, I, I don't know if you were quoting from something, but Yeah, I it's was just thinking from that
1: article, that Refinery29 article, but
0: But I mean, I how insane funny. does that make you? Not just the double standard with men and women, but Democrats and Republicans.
1: Oh, it drives me nuts. I mean, it's you know, the, the double standards between both are just astonishing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I keep thinking about Liz Cheney, who has gotten so much crap from Matt Gates, And, you know, I mean, he went and campaigned against her in her own state that he had nothing to do with. And and I'm like, why isn't she at least calling for his removal? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, at least. And again, I don't, I don't know, you know, where everyone stands on Cuomo, everyone's all over the place on it, but like, there's multiple different, you know, accusations. What I look at is like, what's the, is there a pattern, right? If a one-off kind of accusation is a one-off and we just have to, we have to, you know, let that play out or whatever. But when you have a pattern... It's a different situation. And so with Cuomo, at least the Democrats were were calling for it. We're saying that, you know, leadership, congressional leadership, people from his own state, the the leadership in his own state were saying, dude, you shouldn't you know, you shouldn't be leading us in this case. Um, but Republicans don't even do that. And it just blows my mind. I mean, yeah. this guy, Matt Gates, is on judiciary, which means that he's overseeing the committee yeah. he's on is overseeing the department that's investigating it. Yeah. And that's. That's just bonkers. But they, I should, said, at the very least, his own party should remove him from that committee preemptively.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I've said that before. They've all followed the Donald Trump template on the Republican side. It, it goes mm-hmm. fake news, lying whores. I'm not resigning or apologizing. And they all run the same play. And it's just, I. Yep. And it worked. You yeah. know,
1: Donald, Donald Trump proved that it worked for, you know, however long. I mean, he lost yeah. the election. Thank God. Well, I mean, but. mean. Um,
0: yeah yeah and you said it took a while i'm glad to see the ethics committee finally open an investigation here i sure hope they figure out which other members were gawking at those photos that didn't say anything for so long and katie if they're underage isn't that they're looking at child porn basically yeah i mean i, mean, I
1: really hope that that's not the case that that's not what was happening um you know i can, I, I i i sincerely hope that you know no one's stupid enough to yeah. to do that but um, or disgusting enough. but I,
0: I wish she would have said know, that to you. No. Would you like to see some pictures? She's like, no, but I would shove this phone up your ass if you would. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie. Okay. Katie Hill would have said that because she is my hero. Uh, uh, I just, yeah, but <laughs> Matt Gase would be dumb enough to ask Katie Hill if she'd like to see some revenge yeah. porn. <laughs> yeah he's such a dumb okay all right I'm sorry I bet your former friend um you but you you, you quoted one uh Juan Williams on Twitter the GOP is now the party of grifters and kooks and you said I mean yeah but it's been that way for quite a while now I mean John Boner's out there saying all this stuff and I'm like you started all this that isn't to happen overnight the way this... I know when
1: when we look when we're like wow John Boehner's like the normal guy it like yeah. it, it just is disturbing it's
0: i call I him bon- I, I call him boner because i'm much more immature I like that you know yeah, i'm like boner. 20 years older than you but i feel like i could mentor you and help you to to make a um, different m- more mature mistakes uh, as, <laughs> like bad i have choices what yes yeah. i could i could help you make different bad choices <laughs> because you're only young once, but you can be immature literally forever um forever, you, yeah. yeah and you said i might be having a bad week but i just got my j and j so bring it on um however put <laughs> now they put a, they put a yeah. pause on j and j I
1: That mean i know and and i have a family history of blood clots i'm in the age range of the people who are having the women who are having the reactions and um and i was supposed to fly home uh in a week and so now i'm like my mom you know again my mom is very is is a nurse and is very um concerned about my well-being and um
0: she's like you shouldn't fly so yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't actually i would err on the side of caution but i think it's going to be fine we were saying these numbers are so infinitesimal and it, it does worry me about that we're already hitting a, a vaccine hesitancy wall that you know we I know we, it's so that it is unfortunate in that sense because i think we've got to get to herd immunity i mean it's so mm-hmm. isn't it just so distressing that we're just hitting this wall of ignorance well especially because that won't- we've
1: got you know people are going to start going out they're going to feel safe yeah and mm-hmm. um and if you know if we don't hit herd immunity if we don't have enough people who are vaccinated then it's like it's just not going to work
0: yeah so. yeah well, when this COVID's over, we're totally becoming best friends and, you know, <laughs> totally going to make all new mistakes. It's going to be fantastic. Perfect. am <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I adore you, Representative. I will call you Representative forever because you earned it. Okay. And I hope I hope you're back in there because uh, you've got courage. And uh, and uh, thank you for speaking out and doing this because I know this isn't easy and it brings up a lot of stuff for you. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate much. it. All right. It's good to talk to you. You too. We miss you. Yay. Let me just start by saying, holy shit, we got Rosie O'Donnell. Oh my God, I feel <laughs> like I'm in limiterable. We have been pursuing you, Rosie O'Donnell, for 10 years. Well, I did your interview show once, didn't I? I did it with you and John. Yeah, but you were going to come do some dates with us for sexy liberal. We've been. Yeah, oh, my God, that's me. Right. That's right. We anyway. I, it's like you fucking stole bread from uh, sexy liberal. That's how I've been pursuing you in a land oh, type of ferocity. I um, understand. I, I you've been, as you know, my hero forever. Uh, I mean, we started doing my little tiny, stupid radio shows back a thousand years ago. And you're just my hero as a comedian, as a gay woman, uh, as a just you're fucking fearless. Like I look back, Rosie, and that segment on the, The View, you called Donald Trump before anybody else did. And that's what fucking infuriated him, right?
2: It infuriated him. I think that it was me, too, that it was a gay woman who he doesn't feel is up to his standards of what women should be like, you know, and um, I think that he was shocked and kind of uh, insane about what I said. But basically what I said were just facts, facts that were easily Googleable back in the, the 2007 when I did it. And uh, he's never kind of given up the ghost
0: since then. Rosie, for people that forget, what, what exactly was it? Because it just you think, wow, if only journalists had the kind of courage you had back then, as you said, to just bam, bam, bam facts. What was it? What was the crux of what you said exactly?
2: Well, there was a young girl, Tara O'Connor, who was Miss Universe, and she was caught in the village kissing a girl. So as the gay woman, number one, I felt like, well, you're going to give her a, a, you know, you're going to like a a confession in Catholic Church, right? You're going to give her penance to do. And you're going to decide what the penance is. And so he held a press conference right before The View was on and saying that he forgives her and everyone deserves a second chance and she knows she's got to straighten up this way. And so I said, you know, who is he to be the arbiter of behavior? This man who's been, you know, divorced this many times and has all these affairs and you know, and I just listed all the things that he didn't make his own money. He's not a self-made man, that he's like the guy who used to come in, you know, um, Little House on the Prairie and sell that, you know, pretend juice that's going to make you live forever. Well, Pa, I think that man's a dirty criminal. That's right. Half Pint. He's not a good man at all. So that was the gist of it. And
0: uh, <laughs> it was honestly, the, guy saw, like, the snake oil with 100 with percent more snake.
2: Exactly right. And, uh, you know, then he went crazy. And now here we are.
0: Were you bullied as a kid, Rosie? Did it? I I was. I mean, did it trigger shit in you? I mean, because you were the the first person he really targeted to bully.
2: Yeah, I was not bullied as a kid. I was very kind of um, popular in school. I was like the homecoming queen and the senior class president and in all the plays and in all the sports. So I wasn't really bullied in school. Um, he Howard Stern and Donald Trump have the two, uh, the two people that bullied me the most of my life. And Howard, yeah. I'm actually friends with now. And uh, Trump, I still think is the antichrist and needs to be in prison for the rest of his breathing years.
0: Uh, do you think that's going to happen? That's what, A, I couldn't wait to ask you. And B, do you still have PTSD? Well, he's still out. I mean, I just every time I get a phone alert, I'm like, oh, fuck, what did he? Oh, God, he's still doing shit we're finding out about. Right.
2: Well, I will say the amount of relief I feel since November 7th has been humongous. There was sort of also a depressing part of it after that. Like when we realized he was out and Biden was in and we were gonna not fall off the precipice of the cliff where, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to get through. Democracy was saved. And then there just came this horrible, uh, like, look what he did to America, you know. This yeah. overwhelming yeah. feeling of what, who let him get away with what for so long, and how did we allow this to happen? And it devastated and, me. I got into a real funk for a couple months.
0: And is he going to continue to? That's the question. I mean, I maybe I'm too happy, Clappy Rosie. I just. Feel like karma is going to catch up with this motherfucker. Between uh, you tweeted about um, Alan Weiselberg and the New York case, and we got the Georgia cases and the Capitol riots. I just, I can't believe that he is going to get away with all of it. What do you think? I don't think he's going to get away with it. I think with you know
2: Michael Cohen giving them all of this stuff that they need, and Letitia James, I don't think she plays. I think she's going to be you know coming down on him and coming down hard. And once those in- indictments are unsealed, he's going to be in big trouble. And no one's above the law in America. And we're going to have a chance to see that here with uh, with Donald Trump. Tell me about visiting Michael Cohen in prison. And what were you helping him with his book? Or you got to tell me that story. No, no, I didn't help him with a book. I was sitting home on the day he got impeached, uh, Trump. And I was thinking about Michael Cohen, who sounds and looks like everyone I went to high school with. He grew up two towns over from me. He's my age. I knew that all the stuff that that Trump did about me being horrible and disgusting and fat and gross and was all Michael Cohen. I knew it was because I didn't think Donald was sitting there witty enough to make all the it was Michael Cohen who did all the stuff with them. And so I was thinking, imagine that he's the one who gets put in jail, not the guy who who planned all the crimes and told him what to do, but he's in jail. So I wrote him a little letter. I said, you know, I'm watching him be impeached and I'm thinking about you. And if um, I'm so happy that you turned yourself around and you are on the right side of history and I'm proud of you for doing that. And if, you know, you ever worried that I would feel angry at you for what, all the taunting that came from Trump. I said, know that I forgive you and I'm happy that you are doing what you're doing now and good luck to you. And then I put a picture of me and my eight-year-old in there so he would know it was me. And um, then he started writing me. I didn't know that they had internet at the prison and he started emailing me back and forth. And we started talking about growing up on Long Island, about his family, about, you know, and then he asked me after a couple months to come visit him. And he's only the second person to ask me to visit him in jail. The first was Martha Stewart. And I visited ah! her too. And um,
0: So that's your, that's your thing said, now.
2: Well, I like got two for two. Uh, and I you, said to Martha, visited- I remember say, saying to her, what do you miss the most? And you know what she said? The flavor of lemon. <laughs> that's what she said, Stephanie. So were- <laughs> she said the flavor of lemon not her kids or her dogs, the flavor oh. of lemon. Yeah, it was too, I said I would have what smuggled mean- one up my hula if you would have told me, you know,
0: but <laughs> I went Michael. to the
2: prison. I went to the yeah. prison to see Michael and uh, we sat there for six, seven hours talking all the other people in the prison and the wives who come to see them and the infant children and the toddlers like it, that is a really trippy world. After I went to see Martha, I wanted to really invest in doing prison reform, because what happens in prison is is such a horrible situation. I mean, you know, they make them work for no money and then they have to go to the store that's in the prison. And you see boots that you bought for $50 with a 1699 price tag on them. Martha was telling me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, horrible yeah. it was for her. Um, but, you know,
0: it, it, it was Marco. interesting.
2: Yeah, Mark the flavor up of and, lemon, and the
0: touch of lemon. Right. Um, will you visit uh, Trump in prison just to, you know, taunt him? I don't know. I uh,
2: I don't think he would ask, but no, I would not visit him. <laughs> you know, the real thing about Donald Trump and I, and and people find this hard to believe, is we've never really spoken to each other. Yeah. I yeah. was at a celebrity survivor where I was the host, and he was there because he was going to do the Apprentice with Mark Burnett and he wanted to see, and I kissed him hello. And, uh, you know, and that celebrity vernacular kiss, like, you know, and um, that's it. That's the only time I've ever spoken to the man. So people who think we've had this, you know, back and forth tweeting or, or texting, or I don't even know the fucking guy, you know, he's just some asshole that I came across and happened to, you know, tell the truth about, and look what happened. He became president, I mean.
0: How, how did that feel to be oh my god I'll never forget I'm sure you won't either that moment in the debate when he's you know Megyn Kelly calls him on all the things he's called women and he's like only Rosie O'Donnell as if yeah. that's okay <laughs> it's okay exactly you know, first of all exactly. that, that was a lie oh, but there you're, you're only saying, there Rosie
2: O'Donnell was a lie exactly but what he was saying you know was was so um unbelievable that he would and get away with it. And the worst part for me was how the crowd laughed, how he yeah. like has taken yeah. everything about me and made it into some sort of um, tauntingly bad. Like he's tried to change what people think about me. And and to a lot of degree, he succeeded, you know, to oh, I don't for, know for there. Are, well, there are people, the, the Trumpers, the Trumpers for sure, yeah.
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. You are you are pretty beloved, my friend, but I you know, I mean, yeah. I think that the country is so divided. You're right. It's like you just become a punching bag because you're just like fill in, you know, you and Kathy Griffin and you know, fill in left liberal here, you know, and and like we're not humans, right? Right. Yeah.
2: And you know what what they did to her was was pretty awful as well and um, you know, but um he's a horrible man. He's just a horrible man. And he's guilty of so much that if he doesn't go to prison, it will be such a sin, such a Shonda. The whole country I'm, will I'm, be.
0: I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually thinking ahead to when he goes to prison and to, you know, what pay-per-view you and Kathy and I are going to do. We'll, we'll talk about that later. It's a business thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what, so first of all, you're a mom of a daughter. Oh my God, Matt Gates. Like, oh my God, this has become the party of Donald Trump. They're all yes. pedophiles and conspiracy theorists and liars. And I mean, but this is like all of it combined. Matt Gates. I'm like, OK, I, I don't have kids like you do, but I'm almost certain my 17 year old daughter. It's not OK to go fuck a congressman in a different state for money. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure 17 year old, 17 year old woman. It's not a woman,
2: woman. Right. Right. It's not a woman. Right. Exactly. But- it's horrifying. And, you know, it's funny because all the Trumpers have this whole thing that there's a Democratic sexual pedophile ring. Well, no, it's the Republicans, first of all. If you want to pick a yeah. group that's doing that, look at the history and look at the facts. It's Republicans. And, uh, you know, Matt Gates is the worst kind of. And, and now how about that boy that he said he adopted that he didn't even really Nestor. adopt? That's yeah. Nestor. That's his yeah. ex-girlfriend's brother. And he happened to adopt him or he just lives with him. And then right. I, I don't know. The whole thing is smells hinky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, can you believe this whole QAnon thing? You're like, wait, Donald Trump in this scenario is the hero that's going to stop the pedophiles. He's fucking hanging out in Je- Jeffrey Epstein's house. He's friends with Matt. Exactly. Gates. Are you friends? with? Right. Pedophiles?
2: He's got 28 charges of sexual assault on him. This is the guy that everyone thinks is the hero. It's absolutely absurd. It's like we are definitely living in two realities in this country. And, you know, you go on TikTok and you hear people talking about what they believe in. It's absolutely astonishing. There was one woman on there who used to be QAnon and then she got out of QAnon and was talking about what happens when you're in it. Now, it turns out she had to go off TikTok because she had such a hard time figuring out what was real and what wasn't after she was sort of indoctrinated and in it for so long. It's like we need all these cult exit experts, you know, to come in and help these people get out of this cult, this cult of lies and and destruction. Do you think we're going to get people out
0: of the Trump cult eventually? I think when he goes to jail,
2: it's going to be a big start, you know? Yeah, yeah. And all these, you make a good
0: point, all these women lawsuits he's open to now. You know, he doesn't have the yes. protection of the pregnancy on all these sexual assault charges and rape, right? Uh Eugene right. Carroll. Exactly. Uh, Summer Zervos. Yeah. Right. I, I I just feel exactly. like he has a he's... lifetime of karma coming.
2: Right. And I and you know, I mean, I, I thought for sure he wasn't gonna survive. You know, I thought he was it was gonna take him out, he was gonna have a heart attack, you know, something that he was gonna succumb to the pressure and the insanity. But he's like um like a yeah. feral ape. You know, you can't control him. And he goes around doing whatever he wants and everyone's afraid of him. And, you know, he's a feral ape.
0: Yeah, I, I said he's like the monster in young Frankenstein. It's like you're a fucking monster, man. You <laughs> you created him. You figure out exactly. what to do now, you know, but uh, the
2: media, yeah. you know, the mainstream media is so responsible. All those things that I said in 2007, those things were all factual, real and provable documented back then. And yet here they are putting him against Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton claiming that it's, um, you know, there's some sort of equal footing that they're on. Like all you had to do was Google, Google the facts about Donald Trump and you would know there's no way that he is um, able to be the president or qualified or mentally stable enough. I mean, the guy is like a DSMR gone mad.
0: Yes, I agree with someone on Twitter the other day. You just like you go. I just can't even believe this fucking guy was president for even one day. I mean, I I don't believe he was legitimately elected in the first place. But you know, I don't either. It's
2: and that young reality winner. Do you know about the reality winner? That's that young girl who's in jail. Yes,
0: who should be out. Right. She told
2: she took she took the one piece of proof that she had that they had hacked the elections, and she sent it out and. She's been in jail ever since. But the fact is that she alerted us to what they were doing when everybody was like, were they doing it? Did Russia really interfere? Yes, they actually did. And she proved it to us by showing us this piece of paper. And, you know, uh, I talked to her mom a lot and it's very tragic what they've what they've done to her and what Lindsey Graham and, you know, all those corrupt DOJ people did, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I hope I you you're absolutely right. I hope they that she gets pardoned. But uh I mean, I I have to ask though, is it is there some level of um what's the word? <laughs> it's he's so John pathetic Floyd. now. Yeah, Freud, But isn't there something he's so pathetic now like as a, you know, Emmy winning top comedian for years and years? How he's working weddings, Rosie. He's working weddings. He's crashing weddings. <laughs> He's trying to put out. I know, so sad. He's off Twitter. He's so pathetic now, isn't he?
2: He is really. He's he is a pathetic. He's back to what he was before he was president without any of the shine and luster that comes with the presidency. It's like it didn't stick to him. He he didn't do it. He did nothing while he was in there. He did not protect the country. He did not swear an oath to the Constitution that he upheld. It was just um, a show for him.
0: It was like a four year run on a reality show. You can tell Biden's success is driving him fucking insane. Biden's approval rating on COVID uh, in general. I mean, it's driving him fucking nutty. I mean, he's just, okay. Anyway, um, you, first of all, this is the first time I've put makeup on and done hair in like a year in COVID lockdown. I still don't have pants on, but there were two things that I think (laughs) gave me a little orgasm. One, you're in LA and two, you're going to be shooting L word. This is exciting. We just, I've done a few episodes. I'm
2: I'm doing another one this week. And, um, you know, it's funny when the show came out, you know, was such 20 years ago, it was a different time. It was so scandalous. I remember I would watch it and be like, Oh my God, what are they doing? You know, what are they showing? And, um, it's wonderful to be on it now. And I've always thought it was groundbreaking and it helps so many people in a lot of ways. And so four of the original women are still on the show and then they have a cast of younger women as well. And they, kind of intermingle so i'm with the cast of the older women you know i'm like angela lansbury on the set now stephanie everybody's like do you need some help to your chair miss o'donnell i'm like no i'm okay thank you you know can i get you some water and i can walk to craft service thank you
0: i'm still ambulatory you fuck i'm in my 50s
2: (laughs) i'm almost 60 Um,
0: I know, me too. We're the same age.
2: When you think of sixty, you think of like Vivian Vance and Shirley Booth, and <laughs> you know Sada Thompson from Family. Like that's what I think of. I am now that. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, yeah, but yeah, we I got up that. there. We're the ones now that are those people, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna be glad when this goddamn Zoom thing is over, and I can you know koala on you and touch you again. It's exactly. It's been a lot. It
2: and it's too like I have an eight-year-old, and boy, it has really affected her. We spent the last two weeks in Laguna Beach at a hotel there for her spring break, and she would just run up to any kid her height and just the whole day spend it with the kid. I was like, "Where is she? She's sitting on the blanket with that kid's family, drinking their apple juice, and you know, having Fritos." I've um,
0: been very I'm hard. I don't know if you're still single, but I'm single in lockdown. Yes, I'm single in whatever. lockdown. All right, let, let's go have a pussy riot when this is over, Rosie O'Donnell. Let's do it. You and we me. We definitely let's should. Walk. You and me. We're in. <laughs> Rosie, thank you so much for doing this. We have seriously been trying to make this happen for 10 years. I, uh. You remain my hero. Just thanks so much for well, all. Well, thank guys. you, Steph.
2: That's so nice of you. I've always admired everything you've done and how quickly you are able to eviscerate these horrific politicians with your quick-witted, articulate verses.
0: Well, I know Rosie O'Donnell. I came up with Rosie. I am no Rosie O'Donnell, but you know I do the best I can. <laughs> Rosie, uh-huh. you're the best. You're the thank best. you, we Steph. You. thank you. And the makeup Se- looks great. Sexy Liberal Nation salutes you. Thank
2: you. Bye-bye.